This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. This is Jay Sekulow and Jordan Sekulow. We are sitting in for our good friend, Sean, and it's great to be with you. Of course, Jordan and I head up the American Center for Law and Justice we have a daily radio program ourselves at, at noon on stations around the country and get information about what we do at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. And, and you may remember us from, of course, we've been on Sean's program many, many times, but of course our work for President Trump during the impeachment, during Bob Mueller, during the four years of fake investigations that were going on. That's right. And some of our work that is just uh, popping up today has been a FOIA that we filed, a Freedom of Information Act, the ACLJ filed Back in 2021, August of 2021, what was happening then? The botched withdrawal from Afghanistan that led to the death of 13 Americans. And we filed a FOIA with a number of government agencies, including the Department of Defense, the uh, the, uh, State Department, and uh, the uh, CENTCOM, the U.S. Central Command. And just today, so almost two years later, July of 2023, we got about 200 documents, some which were classified and have been declassified for our review, from these various agencies, interesting enough, what we were focusing in on is what were you doing in the preparation and the lead-up to this withdrawal that led to, again, this, this this kind of crazy atmosphere. Remember how out of control it was? Leaving our own our own allies stranded in Afghanistan. Americans, Americans as well. Americans got killed by ISIS-K. It was chaos. Well, one we know is they, they sent us a document. This is unreal, folks. On the Kabul Stability Review, which was done in June of, of that year of 2021, June 30th, so very close to the withdrawal, where they had they thought it was a three-stage process for, this was a classified document until we, we uncovered it and they had to release it to us, three-stage process for the Taliban to take uh, Kabul, but of course they thought it could take months. It took days before, and they talk about how eventually the Taliban will control the roads in and out. Remember, they controlled all of the entrance and exit points within hours. to the airport within hours of the announcement of the U.S. withdrawal. So it led to those chaotic scenes, Americans being killed, uh, allies left behind. But then we've got other documents <laughs> because we asked, what were you planning? Now, we didn't say, like, what were you planning? To, what we meant in planning is, like, to keep people safe and military. They sent us all these. These were classified documents about how they were going to clean up the waste. It's at Bagram Air Force Base, and that's what they were focused on at the Department of Defense and the Pentagon and Central Command was cleanup of hazardous waste. That's what they were having our men and women in the military do. Trained killers were acting like garbage men. I am holding in my hand. If you could see it, you can't, but if you could hear it, you can. There it is. I'm not kidding you folks. An environmental site closure survey performed by and prepared by the Department of Defense marked classification marked Secret, NATO, and then other uh, country designates. And this is what the environmental impact study was going to be on our removal of our troops out of Afghanistan and what our troops were going to do on the ground to mitigate environmental hazards. Now, I got to tell you something. You're in the middle of a war. The last thing our troops should be thinking about is environmental hazards. We're trying to get people out, trying to get our own people out. 
But let me tell you what the ACLJ did here. I think this is really important for you to understand at the American Center for Law and Justice, and that's why we encourage you to go to aclj.org and check it out. We filed a lawsuit against these various departments, and we filed a lawsuit to find out what was the planning for this disaster that embarrassed America on the world stage, which it did. And we had to fight them in court. The Department of Justice represents all these governmental agencies, so we're fighting the Biden administration in court, and lo and behold, we get court orders requiring documents to be delivered, and when they are delivered, they are breathtaking in scope. Yeah, I mean, this is, again, it shows you, too, you got to stay on. You can't just, you don't file these and get answers in two months. It takes organizations like the ACLJ that have been around the block and continue to go around the block uh, a significant amount of time because the years. government throws everything they can at you. Of course, some of these documents were classified wrongly. You know, we talked about, we've talked about overclassification a lot. I've done it on Sean's broadcast before that how they basically classify everything just so Americans don't see it uh, because they don't want it, they don't want Americans to see their mistakes. So when they get something wrong, like the when will the Taliban take over uh, Kabul, they don't want you to see it, so they mark it classified. Or the fact that they were wasting all their time talking about could they work with the Afghan National Environmental Protection Agency? How effective do you think? <laughs> The I mean, Afghan, say that, you need to say that again. I mean, I don't like our Environmental Protection <laughs> say, Agency. Say, say that again. Remember, remember what happened in East Palestine, okay? So we don't have a very good EPA either. But how do you think the Afghan National Environmental Protection Agency was? Well, not good enough for the U.S. military. They said, unfortunately, we can't rely on them to do it because they don't have the expertise or equipment. So well, they got made, a lot of equipment now, though, but it's mostly well, military equipment, ours, to the tunes of billions become, of dollars. Uh, one of the biggest arms dealers in the world. Yeah, people don't understand that. We're trying to get to all that information too, folks. The Afghan rebels, if you will, the, and, and the Taliban have become one of the largest arms dealers in the world. And who? what arms are they trading? The ones we yeah. left behind in Afghanistan with this botched withdrawal. Yeah, I always remind people what it looked like when the Taliban did their first press conference after taking Kabul. And they were in a you know, kind of an ornate hotel ballroom, and they were dressed in their usual the leaders in their robes, and, and that's not uh, that's not unusual. But their fighters were not dressed in robes holding AK-47s. They were in full-on U.S. tactical gear with night vision goggles, a, a really complicated uh, and and uh, uh, communications equipment. They weren't holding AK-47s. They were holding U.S.-made automatic weapons. They were decked out in military gear. So the Taliban, just from that instance, doesn't look like the same terrorist group or uh, uh, governing group, however you want to call them, extremist group, that they were when we were at war with them. So they've got now the best equipment that the world has. They're not Ours. so great at flying helicopters. We saw that before, but, yes. but they can sell them to well, people that, who know how to, 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 and they can also sell the technology to our enemies who want to know how it works and not just how the helicopter works, how the, how the uh, technology within. We could have destroyed all of that. You, well, you, you should, you we should have if we were going to let, or, or we should have had kept troops there, which was the Trump well, plan, that, and kept Bagram Air Force Base yep. engaged in open you know, because always, of staging errors. They always blame Trump for the withdrawal. They say he's the one who got us into the withdrawal, but he never planned to have zero troops on the ground. Right. We were never going to give up Bagram. It was too close to China's nuclear facilities, so it had strategic uh, importance outside of Afghanistan, and it would have been a check because it's the major airports, the major artery in and out of Afghanistan. The Taliban can only do so much if they know you control the in and out. And they have no other way to, to, to move people around in their major city. So at the American Center for Law and Justice, so you understand, it's a public interest law firm where we, we, we're kind of the conservative counterweight to the ACLU and other groups. I mean, there's a lot more groups now than there used to be. And 
we have a government accountability project uh, that operates with our government affairs operation. Our offices are right next to the Supreme Court of the United States in Washington, D.C. Sean has broadcast out of there uh, before. And it's a great office with a great location and great staff. And what that office does is we are a checkmate to the Department of Justice on some of these policies that we're going to be talking about, including we have John Solomon coming up from Just the News dealing with the Hunter Biden investigation, the whistleblower investigation. Senator Marsha Blackburn is going to be coming on talking about the situation with China. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court. You've got um, the disinformation. We're going to get into that in a moment. I want to talk about this disinformation uh, czar that they were going to put in place. And now you've got a court saying that the Biden White House put their thumb on the scale of free speech. We're going to get into that. Uh, we've got a great show and a great lineup, but I want you to let you know again, if you want information about us, ACLJ.org, that's ACLJ.org, and it's a great way to stay engaged in all these issues, and we do a broadcast called Seculo, it's on a thousand radio stations around the country, every day at noon, we encourage you to listen to that broadcast and stay engaged and follow Jordan, at Jordan Seculo, at J Seculo, at ACLJ, a great way to to stay engaged with us. So that was one aspect of what our uh, government affairs office and, and government over accountability project did to get to this information. Literally, folks, environmental impact studies were number one on how to get the withdrawal complete in Afghanistan. Now, I want to talk for a moment about this. Uh, the Department of Justice just announced moments ago that they are officially appealing to the, the Court of Appeals on this uh, judge's ruling that said that the White House, the Biden White House, put their fingers on the scale of free speech by censoring and going to the social media companies and telling them, hey, don't run this story, don't run that story, don't have this group's uh, information shared because it's uh, misinformation. Complete violation of the First Amendment. Total violation of the First Amendment. And I would know because the cases they relied on, I argued at the U.S. Supreme Court. Some of them in the 90s, some of them even in the 2000s, in the last 10 years. Here's the thing, folks. It was the government telling the social media platforms whose speech to promote and who's not to. And the judge got it right when he said the White House engaged in viewpoint discrimination. And the last viewpoint discrimination case I argued at the Supreme Court, I won 9-0. Not one justice, not the most conservative, not the most liberal, ruled against us. They all ruled in our favor saying viewpoint discrimination is basically per se unconstitutional. But this is what this administration is doing, and they don't hold back for a moment on this, Jordan. That's why we're fighting them so aggressively no, in court. So, I mean, right when this case came out, the State Department announced that it canceled its regular meeting Wednesday. Yeah, well, they had to because they'd be violating a court order. That was with Facebook to discuss 2024 election preparations. Why is the State Department dealing with 2024 election preparation? Their job is to deal with foreign policy and negotiate with all the problems but overseas. why are they telling a social media company what to put up well, and not? And it's not just Facebook. The person at Facebook said they also presume that similar meetings the State Department had scheduled with the other tech companies, so they do this with all of them, were also canceled. Uh, to go on with this, it wasn't just the State Department. Also, the Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity, and Infrastructure Security Agency also canceled their meeting so there's more than one meeting going on weekly and those meetings have been canceled as far as we know everything's been canceled because of that court order now we're going to on the court of appeals here's what's gonna happen the department of justice is going to file a um, an appeal we will file what's called a friend of the court brief with the court of appeals setting forth the position of what the american people think about this and what the constitution says about this which is it's protected speech and if you silence one viewpoint to the exclusion of another 
It's called censorship. It's called viewpoint discrimination. And the government has to establish a compelling, overriding interest to ever justify that. And frankly, in 40 years of litigating at the Supreme Court, the government has never been able to provide a compelling governmental interest on this, ever. Never. And we know that the enemies that they were identifying here were Americans who just questioned the government. Just questioned the government. We have a right to do that. Whether you think the questioning is wrong or right, bad, smart, stupid, you're allowed to question the government. And so they were coming in here, and they're, they're making enemies of Americans. The judge wrote that the United States government seems to assume a role similar to the Orwellian Ministry of Truth. I mean, so this goes back to, again, this idea, which a lot of times conservatives, we get mocked for. Oh, the government's not really doing that. You're not really being targeted. Multiple meetings got shut down by this court case, this district court decision. Multiple meetings were shut down in Washington, D.C. to target and plan for how they were going to get out the mis- the information they don't like, what they call misinformation, in the 2024 election cycle. What on earth is the State Department getting involved in the 2024 election? Folks, let me encourage you to go to aclj.org to find out what Jordan and I do, uh, in addition to our radio broadcasts and our all of our other media. Go to aclj.org. It's a great way to stay engaged. We've got a lot more coming up. Our friend John Solomon with Just the News is going to join us. You're listening to The Sean Hannity Show. Jordan Seculo, Jay Seculo hosting today. We'll be back with more in a moment.